This week's episode is dedicated to my neighbour Clive. Rest in peace. You will be missed. Words of welcome and greeting extended to you, the weirdos that listen to this obscure little podcast known for the colour orange and smutty tirades interrupted by moments of earnest discussion. Talk until the joy is gone. My name is Rooney, and they call me Tundra Boy because I move like an arctic lizard. When a blizzard strikes, I disappear like a pipe dream. All that's left is a gleam. And with me is a man struggling to hide his confusion, who will no doubt be exasperated when he realises what the hell I'm talking about. Reggie, yeah, I've lost. Just... <laughs> the people that know yeah. will know. I am the bit... <laughs> I got the bit where you were like, it's just pure smart with the occasional bit of earnestness. And then it all just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It was> all, <laughs> might as well have said it in Japanese. For, <laughs> for no, that's next week's intro. I was like, he's <laughs> stuck in the snow and when there's a blizzard, he disappears. Does that just mean he's white? I don't I don't know. Is oh, he, mate, I'm so white. Is he making some kind of political statement? <laughs> I don't know. You say about snow, the fucking The Express, mm. The Express newspaper... Um, you know, like on Microsoft these days, you get the little, I've disabled it on mine, oh, the yeah, little yeah. weather thing with the news pop-ups and that. Yeah. Um, I was looking at mine at work the other day, and the Express was warning people that by October, there's going to be like four foot of snow. The UK's going to grind to a halt. And I was like, hang on a minute. This happens every fucking year with yeah. the Express. It's like the moment you get, you approach autumn, they're like, okay, right, bust out the, the snow horror stories. And when was the last time it probably snowed in this country? Oh, years ago. Yeah. Absolute fucking! I, I Properly, had it pop up anyway. on my on my timeline uh, on Facebook the other day, and it was like fucking ten years ago or something that it last we last had proper snow. I was going to say like on every other paper, just like you know, getting people scared about global warming. Yeah, yeah. except for the Express, who are just trotting out. I think they just um, they just reprint the same story and change the date on the headline. Probably it would not surprise me. Can we start doing that? Can we just put out new episodes and just give them different titles? <laughs> We'll just go back and re-edit some of the uh, some of the older episodes just with a new title and see if anyone notices. I could have really done with that this week. <laughs> just putting out the last touch of gear today. <laughs> just, no, we'll just go back to the first one. Because yeah. people would have forgotten by now, apart oh, yeah. from Warren, with his fucking eidetic memory. Oh, yeah. um, everyone else would have forgotten what we actually discussed, and it'll be fine. Yeah, we'll just have to keep Warren <laughs> off of like you know social media so he can't tell anyone, and we'll be fine. Yeah, so we can't pull back the curtain <laughs> yeah. too far and reveal that it's all just fucking smoke mirrors and... Penis jokes. <laughs> that should be our tagline. Touching. Smoke, smoke mirrors and penis jokes. And penis jokes. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really roll off the top. Plus, I can't imagine many places hosting us if we had literally had the word penis. I don't know, but we spelled it P3NI5. Oh, Leet speak. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you are Leet Hacksaw. Uh, no, I'm not, because I have no idea what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Again, I am I am lost. <laughs> read that read that uh Mega Tokyo I lent you and you'll learn to speak Leet thanks to um Okay. The name the guy whose name I can't remember. Because he's like all of well, almost all of his conversations in that are done in Leet Speak. Oh, because it was that time of it was that time when Leet Speak and all that was still a thing and dial up internet and is it, oh oh is it from the days dial up internet? I thought I was on like some Oh no! It's fucking. On it's the ancient. Of like new language. 
<laughs> with leet. Yeah. Oh God, no! That came from like the the old news. Um, what were they? Newsrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, like the old uh, RSS news feeds and those sorts of yeah. old school chat rooms. Ah, yeah, mate. It was it was so that they could discuss things that were banned, like by word filters and shit like that. Yeah. Um, and like oh, it's hacking like when and you go on shit. Instagram stories and everyone's instead of spelling it S-E-A-X, it's S-E-double-G-S. <laughs> I didn't know that, that was a thing. Yeah, all the girls are like, look at me in my bikini. This is what he wants when he wants sex. And I'm just like... Oh, so not, it's not an abbreviation for segways? No. I thought everyone just wanted like electric scooters with handlebars. I mean, they should. They should. Way more than sex. Sex is overrated. Sex is, I mean, sex is great, but have you I ever mean, been on a Segway? <laughs> we've spent 124, or 100, yeah, 124 episodes <laughs> trying to build a career off it, but overrated. Yeah, that's only 124 episodes, mate. We've got people who have actually built entire careers on just like their titties. Yeah. <laughs> The titties and the belts holding them back. Do you think if I've eaten mine, I could do that? No. I'm going to, no. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw it out there, ladies and gentlemen. I have had a rotten <laughs> 10 days. So apologies if I'm not on form. I'm in, in a bit of a funk right now. And uh, it just means you're going to have to listen to a lot more of me, which, yeah. which is not the end of the world. It's it is not the, the end of the world. It is the more important part of the podcast. <laughs> no, um, because you're the more likable of the two hosts, remember? Yeah, that's only that. That's that. That was just one person trying to keep me happy. That's that's clearly not true. I don't know, man. Nobody ever sends me dick pics or feet pics. Just to be clear, guys, don't send me dick pics or feet pics. I'm no, not interested in either of them. There goes my late night activity tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's why I can't accept anymore. My phone is just full of yours. I was going to lay on my bed, like naked from the bottom down, get my feet to the side of my penis. <laughs> My hard erect penis with that, and I've done it for you. <laughs> like a, a little chocolate mini roll, yeah. <laughs> like I a would've... vanilla mini roll <laughs> next oh. to your plates of meat. It's gonna pick all the fluff out of my toes. Does <laughs> <laughs> not do it for you? No. <laughs> I, because I don't feel like I've moaned enough in recent oh. episodes. Yeah, go, go. Like new you, socks. You carry it for me. You carry it. In fact, it I'm desperate. I was not expecting this today. I'm knackered. <laughs> I was not expecting to have to carry an episode tonight. I didn't want to. I was going to. I did. It did cross my mind to text you with my terrible news this morning. <laughs> but then I thought, no, because then he'll spend all day worrying that he's got to carry the podcast. <laughs> if I just tell him moments it's before he doesn't better, have yeah. that, that period of anxiety. It's much better if you just spring it on me moments before I hit record. Yeah. yeah no, I, li- I like that. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> fluff. Yes. In new clothes. Literally, I had this conversation with my mum yesterday. I said, I'm finding it harder and harder to find a pair of socks without holes in. I'm going to have to go and buy some new ones. And she went, <laughs> don't buy them from Primark. And I went, why? They're the, they're the cheapest. That's why I always buy my socks. <laughs> yeah, likewise. It's like the only thing I buy in Primark. She said, yeah, I know. You leave fluff all over the house for weeks. And I'm just like, okay. I'll, I'll go and bang on myself buying socks elsewhere. We, I, I had to buy some the other month, but I didn't yeah. because we had a parcel delivered here by mistake. Mm. And it was here, sat out in our hallway for like two months. Yeah. And we were like, no one's come to get it. What was the address on it? Uh, I don't know. The address label was damaged. Oh, okay. So we were like, it, it said, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to delete that. Yeah. It that. said, the street we live on, yeah. and it said like the, the the postcode, and I was like, "Well, it's someone on this street." Yeah. But because the label had been like, it looked like it had gone through 
or something scuffed yeah. across the top of it and basically ripped the top half off. We were like, they're clearly like taking an educated guess or something, and assuming one of the neighbours yeah. sat there for two months. They're probably and- like, look in our history. This is the uh, this is the house on, on it, <laughs> in this estate that gets most deliveries. It gets so all just, the deliveries. You know, we're just going to give it to them. Yeah. Uh, and it was there for two months, and in the end we were like, well, fuck it. Let's open it, see what it is. I keep seeing these little videos online of people are like, I'm on a plane and I'm going to airdrop whatever it is to everyone else on the plane. Yeah. Could you not, like, I, I know you don't have an iPhone, but could you not do the Samsung equivalent to everyone on your street? <laughs> just a, Probably. Just a, you holding the picture of the socks, like, anyone order these? But that's the thing. It was they were from Adidas. Oh. Ooh. And it was like a multi-pack of black sports socks and a multi-pack of white sports mm. socks. And we were like... Well, they've been here for two months. They've clearly, like, sent out a replacement or yeah. got a refund because these have been lost. And they've not come to collect them. Fuck it. We're having them. So... You do know that, by law, if you're going to wear sports socks, you need to do some kind of sport. I do sports. Esports. Esports. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what? I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> you, watched, you watched your first football match. I watched about... a football match on Saturday, and it was good. How many years? Yeah. yeah. I... Re- I... Right. Amy's been going on about this fucking football match for ages because yeah. they did one uh, last year. They'd be able to no, it wasn't that. last year. It was it was pre-COVID, I think. Oh, okay. I I read somewhere this was like the third one they did. Yeah, it may have been Amy that <laughs> yeah <laughs> told me that. And they they obviously did one like pre-lockdown, and yeah. I saw some clips from it. I was like, oh yeah, okay, that looks fine. But at the time, I didn't really know who all these people were. Yeah. Um, uh, for the, for those listening who I haven't had, already had this conversation with, it was the Sidemen Charity Football Cup uh, football match, and so Sidemen FC uh, versus the YouTube All Stars, yeah. and they they got some big names in this year. Obviously, you had the Sidemen, um, and then you had who else was on their side? Uh, there was Chris MD, Mr Beast, like the richest YouTuber in the world. Yeah, it's um, good for his PR though, to come and be oh, seen, yeah. to get involved in charity. It's just I mean that's all that's all he does basically. Yeah. He'd be, I think someone did the maths, and he would be like one of the richest men in the world, but he just keeps giving his money away to charity and oh, shit. Okay. Um, and then there was two of his team, uh, Chris and Chandler, on the YouTube All-Stars team. Who else was on that side? Speed? I don't know. Some American I keep YouTuber. Seeing, I keep seeing clips come up on my Instagram. Yeah. So far, I only recognise... So, well, actually, I recognise three people. Obviously, I know who the side men are because you and Amy keep talking <laughs> about them. But I recognise Chunks. Oh, yeah. Harry. Most debater squad were there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is. I just know who Chunks That's the, is. the the YouTube collective that Chunks is part of. Oh, okay. So I saw Chunks. Uh, Harry Pinero. Yeah. He's quite funny. I like him. And obviously, JME. I have no idea who this is. You got really excited when you found out about this earlier. He's he's an old school grime rapper. Like, uh... from, like, back, he's Skepta's brother. Do you know Judy on Catfish? Yeah. Judy is his sister. Oh, okay. So that was, that's their family, Skepta, Jamie, and Julie. And Catfish Julie. Yeah, Adanukas, man. Okay. Taking over the world. <laughs> I didn't know. There was a bunch of names there I didn't recognise. I was like, fucking hell, Jamie's there, and he's still wearing his do-rag. Like, he's <laughs> synonymous for wearing that do-rag all the time, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I watched it, and it was it was really good. I wasn't going to watch it, yeah. but I was sat downstairs at the time, um, and Amy made sure she was there in plenty of, of time. Course, I sort yeah. of sat down, and it started... And then fucking, I saw Will and E come jogging out the fucking Scouser bastard with a GoPro over yeah, his man. football shirt, oh. which everyone was ripping the piss out of him for, yeah. quite rightly. Um, In normal football, a lot of, like, they have, when the two, two teams walk out of the tunnel, 
um, pre-COVID and now again after COVID, they all have like mas- children mascots and yes. each player walks out holding the hand of the kid and all the kids have got the GoPro strapped yeah. on them by their parents. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, I started watching, and before I knew it, we got to the end. I was cheering when Vic Star scored because he's notoriously bad at all sports. Okay, and he scored, um, did he? And he scored for yeah for, for the Cybermen, and I was just like, "Get in, go on, Vic!" And then I was like, "Wait, did I just do that?" <laughs> I don't want to know the score because there, there's a huge chance I might actually go and yeah, watch it. <laughs> it was it was a really good match, yeah. and there was there was a lot of scoring going on. Um, and most importantly, Speed got made to look like an idiot. Oh, good. Because I, I don't know who he is. Yeah. Amy showed me some clips of his videos, and I was like, no, yeah, I hate him already. <laughs> I know he scored a goal and it got disallowed for offside. It was, it was like, it was like 40 yards offside. It was like, why? I was talking to one of to the um, friends at work. That, yeah. I mentioned it. I was telling one of the guys at work, because I've been telling everyone I know who likes football. Mm. I've been telling, I watched football match. And then they're like, oh, really? Who was it? And then I tell them, and they're disappointed. Yeah. But the apprentice who was sat next to me today, I was telling one of the other guys about it, and as soon as I mentioned who it was, yeah. he was like, "Oh my god, I watched that it was fucking amazing!" And he was he was saying he was like, "A fucking speed with that ridiculous offside." I was like, "I don't even know what it is, <laughs> but I love the fact that he's a prick." And they let him go around doing his celebration for like two or three minutes yeah. before anyone told him that the goal had been disallowed. <laughs> It's charity football, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, everyone needs to be entertained. They got away. They, they, the, the, the uh, ref. He'd been asked before, you know, how, how strict are you going to be yeah. on the boys playing this? And he was like, well, we'll just play it by ear. And he was very, very tolerant. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I think there was only one yellow card given out, and I'm sure there was some <laughs> terrible tackles going in. What was it like? Fucking 17 seconds after the the starting whistle. Speed just comes sliding across the pitch to take out KSI because they have like a, a rivalry. Yeah, sort of, but not really. Oh, okay, so like a fake rivalry. Yeah, Speed has set himself up as like the the American KSI basically, oh, okay. and he he likes to riff on JJ, and it's just like I only found out a couple of weeks ago that KSI KSI is not American. <laughs> I always assumed he was. No, he's a London boy. Oh, okay. I think all of the side men are. They're all relatively local. Yeah, okay. I only know. I only know them because you talk about them, but I don't know who's in them. Oh, apart from Harry, because he's from Guernsey. Or Harry? Jersey. One of the two. Harry, Rotashaw. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, he's, he's another one on the side. There's like seven of them in there, yeah. and I think most of them are local. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's quite. It's, it's interesting like seeing them because they like talk about where they where they come from and stuff like that, and okay. you're like... Oh, no. It's or when they do the videos where they're out and about doing, yeah. like, they have, like, a challenge where they've got to eat a food for each letter of the alphabet. Yeah. Uh, and they, like, whoever achieves the most sort of thing on their teams. And they're walking around, like, London, and you're like, oh, we was there the other week. But, oh, yeah, I've been in there. It's really good. <laughs> it's just really bizarre seeing these people yeah. on YouTube doing I'll it. I bet, yeah. And we should do a challenge where we have to eat food of every letter of the alphabet. And I could go and source just vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Asparagus, broccoli, cauliflower. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but you have to eat it, like, there and then. You can't, like, take it home and prepare it. So you oh, be okay. munching on, like, raw cauliflower. Yeah, but what if I cooked them all? That's cheating. No, you have to go out and you have to do... That, that's They set, like, restrictions, oh, okay. so it's like, right, you have to stay within this section of London oh, and you okay. have to so find a food not... or they do it with, like, colours and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Which, obviously, they can do because... Oh yeah, of course. They got they got that bank 
So they just go out there and they're just like, yeah, okay. What was it? They were, they were doing one the other day where they had to find uh, like a gift. Uh, as if they were buying a gift for someone, yeah. someone else in, in, in the Sidemen. And they had to work through the alphabet. And they got down to what was it, fucking Wand or W for one of them. Um, and they went to the Harry Potter shop in London. Oh, okay. And they wanted to buy the wand that was in the yeah. window. And they went in and was like, we want to buy that. That's not for sale. It's display only. And they're like, 200 quid. And it's like, it's display only. 500 quid. And they were just like, they went up to like 1,500 quid in, 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 the, in the end. Like this poor little like fucking Saturday shopkeeper yeah. guy. It's just like, oh, I have to get my boss. I don't know. <laughs> I, that's what I would have done straight away. The minute he said 200 quid, I would be like, let me get my boss. <laughs> And I'm sure when he when he posts profits like way bigger than a normal Saturday, his boss is gonna be happy. Yeah, and it's like when he's getting a bond these replicas made, yeah. oh that'll be seventeen pound fifty from the I, fucking wholesaler. I would have just gone to Ran Summers and bought one. That uh one of the, what was it, one of the things they bought there. They bought some kind of sex toy. In fact, I know for one of them they bought handcuffs and they went to a sex shop. Yeah. And they they could only buy one item from each shop or something to stop yeah. them just like basically going back and buying them all sex toys and stuff. But okay. Yeah. So we've got to get the money, then we can do that one. Okay. <laughs> I've got a feeling I might have to come out of the, talking about sex toys. I've got a feeling I might have to come out of the closet about touching at work. Why? Because we had fuck all to do all weekend. So we all basically just hung out and for 24 hours in the kitchen just talking oh, to each other. That's that's dangerous. Yeah. That's uh, when conversations happen and people find out about stuff. Yeah. So Various different times, things got brought up, and I had to school them. But they, the only times I was schooling them was on like filth. Oh dear! So at one point, I blew their minds by showing them what a, like a penis cage is, a male male chastity cage. <laughs> and after, but like it's always the end of the day, like because I'm thinking nothing of it. I'm thinking like everyone knows that everyone I, knows this shit, right? Yeah, and everyone knows this shit, and everyone knows that I learned all this shit from Rooney. So it's fine. Fine. Everyone knows I'm not the pervert. And then it went till the end, towards the end of the day, the people were giving me looks, and I was like, oh, hang on, not everyone knows. Yeah, no, these people are just hearing you coming out of the closet with all these weird, pervy stuff that you know about. Yeah. Yeah, you've ruined, you've, you've besmirched your good reputation at work. I have, yeah. Well, to like four people, anyway. Yeah, but, you know, word yeah. spreads, man. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard of penis cages? Reggie told me about it. So have you ever heard of docking, right? Oh, they told me about that. Someone at work. <laughs> Actually, no, yeah, that was that, that was them. Yeah. You'd find that person. Yeah, not the people. Oh, my mate, if I could bring some of them people on the podcast, we'd have a grand old time, I'll tell you. <laughs> Who was that I thought of we should invite on the podcast the other day? I, was like, I had a bright idea, and I was like, oh, that person would be awesome on the podcast. And okay. then I completely forgot who it was. Was it attainable, or was it like yeah, it was. KSI? I don't think I could have KSI on the pod. No, he's, he's a bit much. Is he? Yeah. There's some of the other side men I would love to get on, yeah. on the pod. Harry, Simon, Mini Minter, um, Toby. Although I wouldn't, Amy wouldn't be able to be in the house. Oh, of course not. With, with, with Toby or Simon Mini Minter, because she would, in a hot minute, yeah. she would dump me and run off with either of them. And I know okay. that. I've accepted that. <laughs> we'll just lock her in the shed. At this lock her in the shed. They can just talk to her through the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, taking her top off, pushing her breast up against the window. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Found a banana. <laughs> Watch me deep throw it through the window. <laughs> Why would there be a 
banana down in my workshop. I don't know. Right? I've got the end of the, 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 the handle of a hammer. Watch me. <laughs> Watch me fillet this hammer. Yeah. <laughs> really test that gag reflex. Yeah. <laughs> Lord knows I don't get to test it anymore. Ah. Oh. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> that was the most unconvincing. <laughs> Well, do you know what? I haven't tested a bitch's gag reflex in like months, and I, you know what I mean. And at least, yeah, you but you're single. A... You're not supposed to. Yeah, but at least you've got a girlfriend, and you know, chances are it might happen again. I've got no light at the end of my tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the end of the tunnel, and it's just red and off Ada standing there holding the light. <laughs> you could deep throat that. <laughs> just start with the hill. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's face it, the state Vader's in. He ain't testing no gag reflexes either. Steve Parr. <laughs> You're yes. a good slut. Sorry, that sounded more like Will, right? <laughs> Will, when he finally goes full dark side. Did you see that picture that Will and Roxanne sent us? Where they're, they're both, the, the angles from above, and they're both sitting next to each other with like open mouths and smiles. Yeah. Yeah, they both did not ever prepare to take part in the bouquet. They, they really did. Yeah. If well, I'd been in a better mood over the weekend, I may have made the joke. But, you see, see, guys, this is what you're missing out by not joining the cult. You know, you too could send us pictures of you looking like you're about to enjoy a bukkake session. That reminds me, how do I get one of them... Fake Google phone numbers that I use on Catfish because if we can add anyone else to this group, I'm going to need to start using a fake number. Can't you restrict who can send you messages on WhatsApp? I don't know. Possibly. If anyone listening to this yeah. knows how to do that, yeah. reach yeah, out. Just not through WhatsApp, yeah? Or do it through WhatsApp. I mean, we can't block you. Not yet. Not yet. We can block you. We'll just have to wait until you get your message first. I'll block Will. He keeps messaging me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke he sent me some rap stuff the other day he's like you're the only person I know that was going to get this and I was like okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about rap the other day in the in the, the group chat yeah I know it was discussions yeah, of hip hop like, yeah like kids are going to be learning old, old school hip hop I wonder how Rooney feels about this it's old shit well nobody mentioned um, Tattoo no I did who's the, the, the group I really like not Run DMC I've run the MC. Oh, with Flav. Uh, oh, Flav? I know. Um, Don't um, believe the hype. Yeah, uh, Public Enemy. Public Enemy. That's it. I like me some Public Enemy. <laughs> yeah, you strike me as an angry black man. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? Yeah. I'm angry and I'm a man. Yeah. My soul is black. Yeah. Not that kind of black. It's a gothic black. Okay. Rather than an ethnic black. <laughs> Which there's nothing wrong with. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's just not how I roll. <laughs> uh, did you. Like, if you've got any problem with what we just said, just roll back about two minutes when I said I was really excited about seeing Chunks, Hany, Harry Pinheiro, and JMA. <laughs> that was genuine. <laughs> and and I'd happily invite Tobe Jizzle around my house. Yeah, yeah. I'd have him on the, on the podcast. You might have to go a bit further than that. No, he's a, he's a God-fearing man. I don't think oh, he'd want okay. to be deep-throated oh, by he, me. He's not going to want to come on top. Oh, him, God, no. He's gonna, I mean, he's in the side, men, so he's got to be fairly tolerant. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we didn't. This episode is not like let's discuss YouTubers. Is it not? No. Oh. Because, you know, most YouTubers I don't like. <laughs> Was Steve, did Stephen Tries play? I mean, I haven't seen a Stephen Tries video for about No, he three was years, doing but... uh, commentating. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't let him. I do remember he. he I watched a couple of very funny videos he did. Yeah. Back they, in the, day. the side men don't like having him on the videos because they get he gets them demonetized. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit like that he swearing. Says. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. 
Oh, okay. there's, there's kind of like a line you can go to, and he's somewhere over here. <laughs> so why doesn't he just keep... Well, uh, bearing in mind, we may have to deal with this one day. Why doesn't he just keep his mouth shut and, and like make the money? Because he likes to troll them. Oh, because okay. they make loads of money as it is. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but he was quite restrained for the football match because obviously it was a charity yeah. thing. And with him, it's mostly innuendos. Yeah. And that's what he kind of stuck to doing the uh, the oh, commentator, okay. which was good. Because, yeah, for the younger audience, it just went over their heads. Yeah, of course. And then yeah. there's me and Amy sitting again. <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> and Cody's just like, your sense of humour is whack, bro. Cody was making the most of being allowed to play on the PC for a prolonged period of time. Oh, really? because. I'm parenting these days. Yeah. Yeah. Primarily because my mum said, what does your child want for Christmas? <laughs> I ain't got a fucking clue. What was he into? Roblox. Yeah, but what can we buy him? Oh, fucking no, he doesn't like anything. So, oh, somehow I just dropped a bolt in my you coffee. You just dropped that in your coffee? Yeah. In all the places it could have fallen, it went straight <laughs> in my coffee. Life just keeps getting fucking worse, doesn't it? <laughs> you just cannot catch a break. No. Nah. <laughs> Wait till you neck it later and you forget the bolts in there. This is what I get. That's why I'm going to drink it now, so I don't. <laughs> this is what I get for when their mums are being like, I'm happy. Yeah, this yeah. is karma. Fuck this you. is karma. <laughs> but yeah, so he was he was just playing that because he's only allowed an hour a day on a screen. Really? Yeah. Did you actually just, you know, you that's gross. Yeah, awesome, yeah. guys. He just, he just, that was in his mouth. He's now spat it out and it's sat in front of my 3D printer. It's a screw, not a bolt, isn't it? Uh, no, that's a bolt. Is it a bolt? Yeah. Fuck, I was right. Yes. Yeah, you were right to be right to a bolt. And then I second-guessed myself. Story of my life. Story of your <laughs> fucking life. Right, we're talking about stories. What? How about some new stories? How long have we been in? Uh, 25 minutes. Is that it? Yeah. What do you mean, is that it? We haven't even started what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, but normally we do like... I'm not complaining. <laughs> if, we, if we get out in 90 minutes, then it's a good night. <laughs> but, yeah, normally we, we we manage to generate more. It's not how long. It's more like we've only generated that much content. It's not It's not how long. It's it's what you do with it that matters. Yeah, that's what the... <coughs> so, that's why I keep turning them. Like, I have, I have something here that, uh, that will strike fear into the hearts of our male listeners. Okay. Peter as in the people for eth- ethical treatment of animals. <laughs> I have this article too. You have this article too? <laughs> awesome. I'm yeah. glad I got in first because yeah. I don't have many articles. <laughs> this is this is thanks to Amy, the uh, my, my the researcher for this yeah. podcast. I going to say, like, I, I used to come in and be like, right, these are my articles. You haven't got any of them, right? <laughs> and after about four times of you being nice, fine. I just gave up. And, <laughs> <laughs> and now we're starting to clash. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Peter, the people for ethical treatment of animals. Yeah. Uh, calls for sex strike with meat-eating men. Oh, really? Yeah. How shocking. How shocking is that? I so, mean, women worldwide are, like, holding back sex for <laughs> pettier reasons than that. <laughs> I mean, maybe if they ate more meat, we would have, we would eat less meat. Yeah. If, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, anyway, the Animal Rights Group, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, Peter has asked women for a sex ban on meat-eating men as they contribute significantly more to the climate catastrophe. In a statement calling for a sex strike, Peter pointed out research from PLOS One, which I I thought was a typo, but they refer to it several times, uh, and said, 
The science speaks for itself. <laughs> a study published in the journal PLOS One <laughs> found that men contribute significantly more to the climate catastrophe than women, primarily through their meat consumption. Their eating habits result in a 41% more greenhouse gases. And all I can say to that is... They've never slept next to my missus after she's eaten a fucking pizza, mate. Yeah. Or been with some girls I know. Yeah. I've love eating beans. That's like, I don't need to put the heating on in my house. I'll just give my missus a little bit of bread and cheese and, oh, we're good for days. Um, Pointing out the main... I'm coming here this winter when I can't afford (laughs) it. Yeah. This is going to be a warm bank. I'll be like, pay the heating or buy a French stick and a block of cheese. (laughs) I'll go in a room. For those particularly cold days, we'd like to sprinkle some chilli flakes on it. Oh. (laughs) Um... Pointing out mainly the suburban men, it said, The suburban men with beer bottles in hand, brandishing tongs while cooking sausages on their expensive gas grills. These barbecue masters believe that they can prove their masculinity to themselves and their fellow humans through their consumption of meat, not only hurting animals, but also harming the planet. Um, Aside from, like, you know, why not vegans, I never really ever equated meat eating with masculinity. I mean, when you phrase it, Meat eating. Yeah. You're going to eat some meat. That is an inherently you know, feminine yeah. thing to be doing. You're going to be noshing on that hot dog, mate. Yeah. You know, you, you <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, this is massively sexist. This whole article oh, no. is hugely sexist because, let's face it, despite their supposed good aims, Peter are trash. You finish the article, because uh, I yeah. want to pose a question okay. to you. While speaking, speaking to Times Radio, Peter campaign in Germany, Dr... What? Peter Campaign, must be campaigner in Germany, Dr. Carries Bennett said, Men have a 40% higher carbon footprint because they're eating more meat than women. Nine. <laughs> Men, should- <laughs> Men should be held accountable, but everyone should, for their actions. We've seen a drop in meat eating in the UK by 17% in the last 10 years, but it's not enough. Nine. We're still killing 1 billion chickens, cows, and pigs every year. Nine. Uh, Dr. Carries Bennett also called out to to all to adopt a vegan diet. She further said adopting a plant-based diet will help the climate, stop deforestation, pandemic, pollution, and many environmental harms. It'll also cure your impotency, male pattern baldness, and clean that soap scum from around your bathtub. When asked... uh, That was my addition, by the way. (laughs) When asked if, should women say to their husbands, cut that meat out and use sex as an incentive, she said it was a tongue-in-cheek idea. Calling for a sex strike, Peter wrote... Men need to take accountability for their actions. That's why Peter's proposing a strike on sex with meat-eating men to persuade them to go vegan. They further wrote, Now that research shows that their impact on the climate is so disproportionately large, like my penis, they should take steps to rectify that. And the easiest, healthiest, simplest way to do this is by going vegan. I'm shocked you didn't go for balls, because that would have been accurate. Oh, that would have been more accurate, yeah. wouldn't it? Yes. And that, that's basically the end of it. All right. But, yeah. So, when you take this into account, right? You, when you take the fact that they were throwing buckets of blood over yep. uh, celebrities, when they all wrapped themselves up in, in clean film to pretend that they were bits of meat. Bits of meat, yeah. Do you feel that, like, no one's taking them seriously anymore? <laughs> because, Absolutely. Because the way they're going about things is just so fucking out there and bizarre that they're actually damaging their own cause. If they mm. were a bit more realistic... And a bit more kind of, you know, subdued in their ideas, people may actually be like, oh, you're not dickheads. Yeah, yeah. They, they seem to think that the fact that they, they want to protect animals allows them to do whatever they want. I get that sometimes you've got to push the envelope just to get noticed, right? Yeah. But everybody knows who Peter are. 
Yeah. You don't need to establish yourself. Everyone knows who and you it's, are. It's incredibly rare to meet someone who knows who Peter are and likes them as an organization. Yeah, except for the if, members, obviously. I mean, it's even rarer to meet someone who agrees with their, the way they behave who you actually want to have a conversation with. Yeah. Because 99% of the time, if you meet someone, you can spot them from a mile off because they're the ones lobbing fucking paint grenades at people just trying to buy some bacon. Yeah. Um, and the moment you talk to them, they're like, they're, they're rabid vegans. They're just sort of like in your face immediately. Do you eat meat? Do you eat meat? Fuck you. You eat meat. You're a prick. You're a murderer. Murderer. And I'm just like, so, yeah. sit the fuck down. You know, I've just arrived at this party. I'm asking where the fridge is to put my beer in. And... <laughs> I do. I do often come to your house. <laughs> get accosted about where I'm going to put my beer. Yeah. You get accosted where you can, about where you can put your meat. Yeah, I feel like in your fiance. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is this part of the narrative? Is this the truth? You guys will just never know. No, not until we not until we, we release the sex tape. Anyway, not until we release yeah. the sex tape. Yeah, but I'll be a freeway, so you still won't. Really, it's know. just me sat by the side of the bed with a ham sandwich and some watsits. <laughs> we won't be doing it during the winter because you know yeah. Amy's room warming farts during sex is just really off putting. Uh, <laughs> it's I'm, like someone ripping a tent. I was just gonna put like a. What are they called? The things you, you hang your clothes out with? Clove pegs? Clove pegs. On oh, my nose. <laughs> uh, it's not the smell so much as the noise. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, you know when you're a kid and you do that, the, you blow fart things into your, into your, your inner elbow. Yeah. That's just what all of her farts oh, sound like. okay. She's going to kill me for saying this, but yeah, be, I don't care. I'll be, the, I'll be at the bedroom door. Like, clove peg on my nose. <laughs> noise cancelling headphones in. It's like, do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> do I? <laughs> She's like, no, bring back Rooney. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck, I'm going back to being celibate. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you're you not in favour of this. If you if you met a meat-eating woman, would you would you deny her sex until she stopped eating meat? <laughs> you, you seem to forget, right, that men do not have the ability... To deny anyone anything. Yeah, yeah let yeah. alone sex. And uh, women... Have been masters in the art of denying sex for the pettiest of things. See, if, if, in my experience, anyway, I'm waiting for the follow-up Peter campaign, masterminded by the few soy Men, boys yeah. who are actually at um, Peter HQ yeah. coming up with these ideas, where they uh, refuse to pay for any of the women's anything. You know, because I mean, if they're not paying, they're not giving out sex because you eat meat. Well, bitch, you're gonna eat meat. I ain't buying you yeah. your fucking shoes or your handbag or your makeup or getting your hair did. Or holding the lighter near your ass when you fart for fun. <laughs> <laughs> not unless you and if you think face. I'm wiping up after I pull out and leave it on your chest, love, yeah. that's a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it turns out this is just what I needed. <laughs> And I'm absolutely tagging yeah. Peter in, in our post on oh, this absolutely. one. Because fucking bring it on. See, I'm like, I'm a massive animal lover and I agree with their politics. It's just the bizarre way they go about it. Most animals don't have gag reflexes. No. Just putting that out there for you, mate. Okay. <laughs> don't try it with Lando, though. Oh, Cons- fuck. Considering my dog this evening actually tried to 
run past me yeah. to get to you. <laughs> Three different times. He was like, I'll go that way. No, I'll go that way. Go, go that way. And you had to literally, like... I had to drag him back into the room. While I ran back into the, to the porch and shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> and hid. He's, yeah, I don't understand it. I really don't understand the why he doesn't is, like The thing is, though, so like, I'll come around here for a party or something, and it'll be for about two minutes, and then he'll just come over and stand with me and look at me and be like, strike me now. Yeah, yeah. you're just like BFFs. Yeah. And yet, when you come around here to record every week, he just literally wants to kill you. I think maybe he's just like, you only come around to see him, you don't come around to see he's me. Around to see so me. I'm going to nag you with my angry barks. Amy reckons it's jealousy. Jealousy. Because you I'm come around here, and then we come up here and we shut the door, and he's not allowed in. Yeah. And she thinks he gets jealous. Yeah. Which, you know, I can understand. The question is, does she get jealous? I don't think she cares. <laughs> she enjoys the peace. <laughs> She's been sat downstairs trying to watch, trying to watch something earlier when I came in. And I was trying to talk to her and, you know, do that thing when you've been at work all day and you come home. Yeah. Um, and you find this funny someone there who who doesn't, who you don't have to put on your work facade for. Yeah, yeah. And she was just like, yeah, but, okay. And she just kept pausing the video and I'd stop for a minute. And then I'd walk back in and oh, I'd fucking stop hate the that. video again. I fucking hate that. <laughs> I'll be halfway through watching something, you have to pause it. And then the person will be like, talk for two minutes and then wander off and I'm like oh, alright close this clear the second I press play again <laughs> it's like bursting back through my door like and another thing and see like, ladies and, and lady boys see what you're missing out on you could be coming home to this <laughs> someone who literally does not give a shit about your day and will get genuinely annoyed when you try no, to talk to them no 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 nine nine <laughs> <laughs> I will happily talk to you about your day right but in one go, I will <laughs> you can't pause, do that. You've got to decompress. Have the conversation. And then when you're done, you say, right, I'm done. I've vented. I'm cool. And then you leave. And then I press play it's again. It's like a nine-hour day. You can't do that all in one. Oh, you've got okay. to you got to stagger it. Yeah, but it's not like I'm like, well, let me tell you about my day. I watched three episodes of the new Jeffrey Dahmer program, and it is fucking awesome. Yeah, I can tell I'm in a bad way because I'm, I'm back to watching <laughs> depressing dark shit which two weeks ago I would have been like no 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 that's far too dark for me that's far too dark for me <laughs> and now, and now I'm like go on Jeffrey melt him with the acid <laughs> by the way that, that new Jeffrey Dahmer program on Netflix pretty good actually awesome I shall it, make sure you, I don't add that to my watch list you will hate it yeah I have no interest in what's I'll see my timelines on various social media apps he's really good blowing up about it at the moment I'm just like I can't remember his name the guy the guy that was in Kick-Ass he's really really good what Nicolas Cage no the guy from uh, <laughs> the guy from McLovin. Yeah. <laughs> no, not him. <laughs> not the little girl. Not the protagonist. Not Chloe Moretz. No, not the girl that the protagonist fucks over the bin. No, it's it's the, it's the third friend or something. Just oh, okay. Some random guy, but no, he's really good as Jeffrey Dahmer. Like he's so fucking creepy. <laughs> it's like looking in the mirror. <laughs> So, do you have an article? I then? have. First article tonight. <laughs> is, is it going to be as offensive to everyone as that one was? Chess player insists he didn't use sex toy to defeat world champion. Oh, God. I've been avoiding reading these articles because I've been waiting for you to bring it in. Warren sent me this. Fantastic. Warren went out of his way to personally message me. Which, <laughs> by the way, Warren, Warren, your restraint of only messaging me personally like once every six months Fully appreciate. He is very restrained when it yeah. comes to messaging people. Yeah, but he sent me this, and he, 
I, I may have told you. I told someone. He, he sent it to me, and he was like, you should talk about this. And I was like, okay, I'll use it next week. And he was like, you may be able to find a badly written Daily Star version. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's, it's fine. I'll use your, your article. And he's like, oh, the people that that love listening to you stumble and get angry <laughs> over the bad writing will be upset. <laughs> like, Mostly me. And I was like, don't worry, I'll find some more from the Daily Star. <laughs> um, a teenage chess player who managed to beat a world champion last week is now denying his incredible win was the result of cheating with the help of a sex toy. 19-year-old Hans Neyman. <laughs> that was nowhere near German. Hans Neyman pulled off a major upset by defeating Norwegian Grandmaster Magnus Carlsen, 31, at the at some cup in St. Louis on September the 4th. And the win was prompted, has prompted, some bizarre theories in the chess world. Don't worry, don't, don't worry Warren. <laughs> Turns out it's not the articles, it's me. It's just you. A rumour circulating on social media, and unsupported by concrete evidence, suggests that Nyman was tapping into a computer programme through a prostate massager or wireless anal beads that could secretly communicate when it moves to him. Back in July, a techie named James Stanley explained how such technology might work embedded in shoe inserts that a player could wear undetected. They really need to bring back... um, Who wants to be a millionaire? (laughs) Nyman insisted that his win was legitimate and suggested he was willing to debunk the anal beads theory. If they want me to strip fully naked, I will do it. I don't care because I know I am clean, he said in an interview after his win. Uh, You want me to play in a closed box with zero electronic transmission? I don't care. I'm here to win and that is my goal regardless. Although Colson is rated the top player in the world by the International Chess Federation, he abruptly withdrew from their cup after Neiman defeated him in the third round. His only comment so far was to post a cryptic tweet of a 2020 speech by Portuguese football manager, it says soccer, but, you know, <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous use of a word, uh, football manager Jose Mourinho. I prefer not to speak, Mourinho said. If I speak, I am in big trouble, and I don't want to be in big trouble. Uh, no one has proven that Nyman cheated at the cup, but Slate noted that he was accused of cheating during prize money matches on chess.com and was banned from the site. American Grandmaster Hikaru Nakamura, who coveted who covered the t- tournament live on his Twitch channel, suggested that Nyman was cheating, leading the 19-year-old to accuse Nakamura of making frivolous Im- implications on Twitter. <laughs> In addition, Canadian Grandmaster Eric Hansen later said that he'd removed uh, Nyman from chess events he'd hosted due to cheating suspicions. Nyman has acknowledged that he did cheat using computer assistance in online games when he was younger, but he said he didn't do anything illegal in the cup. He summed up the controversy as sour grapes from Carlson. It must be embarrassing for the world champion to lose to an idiot like me. That sounds like something <laughs> I would say. That right? does sound like you would say. Nyman said in an interview after his win, I feel bad for him. Uh, the Cup's <laughs> chief arbiter released a statement on September the 10th saying there was no indication any player cheated during the competition. I mean, if you've got a set of vibrating anal beads up your ass, let me let me just make this clear for anyone that has no experience in that area. That is not going to help you win a chess match. Like, you can cut this out if you don't want to put it out there, but, you know, you have, right? <laughs> I have not. Oh. But... I mean, you will. I, I will now. I'm going to go and play chess. Apparently, that's the way to play chess. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> well, apparently, according to the article, it was in the bottom of his shoe. In the bottom of his shoe? Yeah, which is, again, I don't... I I read the article. I actually read a version of the article before Warren sent it to me. Mm. And so when he sent it to me, I was like, I was I already kind of had an understanding of it. <laughs> what I can't figure out, though, right, are they vibrating it in some kind of Morse code? Must because, have had, yeah, it must be a pre-agreed code. Because it's not... You can do it. Chess is not like, okay, you, like, it's, like, is the answer to this question A, B, or C? And yeah. You just, like, buzz one, buzz two, or buzz three. Yeah. It's like night to whatever for. Yeah, exactly. Like, how it's, do you... It's a complex thing. How would you communicate that in vibrations? I don't know. Is it like... Yeah, and then you're just, like, sat there, just, like, trying to... Yeah. Decode Morse code in your head. Crap. Was that a or a <laughs> Fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't tell my anal beads are malfunctioning. Check, mate. Fuck. And then someone gets a text message on their phone and yeah. you get that. <laughs> You're like, I can't do that with my queen. <laughs> Fuck's sake. That's what I say when I get those unsolicited messages yeah. telling me to do things in the bedroom. Well, you say unsolicited, but we both signed up to that app where we, where we, you know, we put in the things we like. It's supposed to be anonymous, right? Signing everything, your lover Reggie, kind of gives away the anonymous bit. I was going to go with Reggie Big Dick, but I didn't want to lie to him. And, and <laughs> the four fingered judge, we also all know who he is as well. <laughs> Shall I just start, just like you know, signing off as Jeffrey now? Jeffrey. What, the Banks' well, butler? You know, I was thinking of you know, Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, okay. I was thinking of a sassy butler, but yeah, yeah no, okay. No, I was thinking more of a man that would uh, drill his victims in the head, pour acid in to try and turn them into zombies so they would never leave him. Is that, that does not, sound like something you would do. Is that not hot? Um, No. I mean, maybe for you. I don't know. I have to get rid of that vat of acid I got. <laughs> and the corpses with partially, partially melted heads. Oh, no, I cut them up already. <laughs> And that's what went on the barbecue. See, Peter have got this all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's not men. It's cannibals. They're the problem. But that's going to be the next one, isn't it? Just yeah. go cannibal. Don't suck your man's dick if he won't eat your neighbour. <laughs> I'm just... I'm assuming... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I've killed him. Oh. <laughs> Can you actually play chess? I could. You could. I can't anymore. Okay. I learned at school. God. You know the guy whose brother suggested the book? Yes. Yeah, he taught me. Oh, okay. He taught me once and I beat him. And then he wouldn't give me any further lessons. I love playing chess, but I don't have anyone to play it with. Well, teach me and I'll play with you. <laughs> Did you know how to play? I'm just going just gonna, to just gonna clip that little bit there. I'll play with you. All right. <laughs> I'll play with you. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. My name's Jeffrey, and I will play with you. <laughs> um, yeah, or, or you could just, you know, send me a link to a book that will teach me. <laughs> <laughs> I tried teaching this to Cody, although this was a couple of years ago, yeah. and he had no interest. Yeah, well, he was five. Yeah, that's yeah. not the point. It's drafts. <laughs> You're five. <laughs> and Amy doesn't like playing chess. I, at least she won't play it with me. Can you play poker? No. Oh, see, we could do a cultural exchange. A cultural exchange. Yeah. I've tried to learn poker before. I just got confused. Poker's easy. It's like Sabak, but different. Yeah, <laughs> you know, earthly. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's why I'm not interested. <laughs> non, non-fictional. <laughs> non-fictional. <laughs> I need to organise my Sabark night, actually. I've been yeah. telling I'm going to do it for ages, and I spent a fortune getting all the gear all the gear to play it. Yeah, with the invite, you should send everybody, like, rules, because otherwise it's going I to have be rules printed out. Three hours of uh, teaching everyone the rules and ten, hour, ten minutes of gameplay. Simple rules with pictures on the back. <clears throat> the goal. Get a hand as close to zero as possible. Green is positive, red is negative, blue is zero. In the event of a tie, both tie players draw a card and the closest to zero wins. Also, it's a bit like pointless. <laughs> there are three better rounds and three player rounds, which, oh, fuck it. No yeah. one else needs to know. <laughs> Look but, it up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you email me this and I can like, you know, commit it to memory, I'll come. Yeah, they've got a couple of people who are interested in, in coming over to play. So, anyway, I'm not inviting any of you weirdos, so I don't know why I'm discussing this on the pod. Maybe it's because we're desperately trying to fill out the pod this evening. I don't know. Uh, um, I've got another article. Go on, then. Where are we? I think I think you'll be into this one. Oh, God. Russia's strange obsession with the Lord of the Rings and why they rewrote it. What? In the 85 years since the Lord of the Rings saga began, an even stranger story has unfolded in Russia as successive leaders have seen the book as a vowed attack on their way of life. <laughs> <laughs> I know you'd like this one. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has... Uh, hey, go away, ring up. <laughs> Someone at your door. <laughs> it's so annoying. I had to turn like notifications off i was getting a notification my mom's got this like plant right outside <laughs> every time the wind would blow yeah I'd get a notification now it just tells me when people are actually at my door uh russia's invasion of ukraine has more than once been compared to J.R. R. tolkien's lord of the Rings saga <laughs> by who someone that's never read it the attacking forces have often been characterized as orcs and ukraine's president the president uh, said that Ukraine. Zelensky is yeah. how you pronounce his surname. Okay, it was the first name that, that got <laughs> yeah, me, and then I was just, like, <laughs> I was just like, he's, <laughs> just skip to the surname. Yeah. Stick to the surname. Uh, Ukraine is not a bridge, not a pillow between the West and Russia, not a buffer between Europe and Asia, not the border between orcs and elves. Mm-hmm. Um, Tolkien's fantasy epic as a historical relationship with Russia even spawning an unauthorised adaption in which Sauron and his army of orcs were the good guys. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings is one of the best-selling books ever written, and together with his companion book, The Hobbit, has sold over 250 million copies since The Hobbit was first published in the late 1930s. But in Russia, a full authorised translation appeared only in 1992, following the collapse of the Soviet Union. Before that, the best that Rush, uh, Russians could hope for was a bizarre Soviet-approved version <laughs> in which the fantasy law was swapped for more scientific explanations. Soviet translator Zinaida Bobers, 1966 <laughs> version, in which five scientists discovered a ring that turned out to be an ancient data storage device, failed to find a publisher. The fuck? A second version, attempted in 1982, retitled The Fellowship of the Ring as Watchmen. Uh, it was well received in Russia, but publication of the second and third volumes of the saga were scuppered by a speech from then US President Ronald Reagan's 1983 speech in which he referred to the USSR as an evil empire. That sharpened the Soviet leadership's belief 
that the book was a vowed attack on the USSR. <laughs> I didn't have any anti-Soviet ideas in my head, said translator Alexander Grusberg. You see, there are many illusions in Tolkien's writing. Suffice it to say that his forces of good are located, located in the West, and the forces of evil come from the East. <laughs> Next came the hilariously amateurish 1991 made-for-TV adaption of The Lord of the Rings. Uh, <laughs> Cranny Telly, described by one viewer as absurd and monstrous as it is divine and magnificent. <laughs> Russians' next chance to get their Middle Earth fix came in 1999 with Krill Yeskov's Last Ringbearer, which gets around the Russian leadership's paranoid belief that the original book was an allegorical attack on them by turning Tolkien's work on its head. Uh, Lord of the Rings is the... I've never even seen this word before. <laughs> in my life. Historiography? Top line... Historiography. Historiography. Of the victors, Yeskov writes. In in his book, as climate change threatens to destroy Middle Earth, Sauron VIII, King of Mordor, leads a team of scientists called the Nazgul in a bid to create an advanced industrial society. But warmongering wizard Gandalf leads the boneheaded aggressive West in alliance with racist elves from across the sea to deliver what he calls final solution to the Mordorian problem. <laughs> a clear reference uh, to Hitler's policies. In, yes- in Yeskov's book, The Good Guys Lose, but it's made clear they were right all along. The book is, by most accounts, not great. <laughs> American journalist Laura Miller liked The Last Ring Bearer, though, calling it a well-written, energetic adventure yarn that offers an intriguing gloss on what some critics have described as the overly simplistic morality of Tolkien's masterpiece. But good or bad... The book's defensive anti-Western tone is a good barometer of how many Russians, like Yeskov's contemporary Vladimir Putin, are thinking. Now, you've read the Lord of the Rings trilogy more than once, right? Yes. <laughs> Did you ever have any anti-Russian feelings afterwards? It's absolutely... It's poor me syndrome from Russia. Again. Of course it is. It's propaganda, right? Yeah. They're looking at it and they're like, this this is good versus evil where good wins. Yeah. Oh shit, this is definitely a pop at us. Oh, of course. If you're if you're looking at Tolkien and going, hang on a minute, this targets us, you are the bad guys. Yeah. Okay, it's quite simple. But it was the the whole Lord of the Rings story was influenced massively by Tolkien's experiences in World War One. Yeah. Where, correct me if I'm wrong. But the primary aggressors were Germany, yeah. not Russia. Now we don't see we don't see Germany rewriting Lord of the Rings. No, but Germany borders Russia, so you could also make the argument that Germany are in the east. Germany also borders France. I mean, you don't see France yeah. casting themselves as the orcs and the good guys. No. <laughs> This is the this is Rus- like I said, it's Russian paranoia. Yeah. And it's just if you if you can legitimately look at something, which like you said there, it is a very simple yeah. good versus evil. It's broken the morality is is black and white. There yeah. are no shades of grey in Tolkien. Oh no. Um because he wanted it to be a very simple morality tale. It's yeah. like don't be bad guys. And if you can look at that and go, oh my god. This man from 1920-whatever 
is definitely attacking the USSR, which didn't even exist at the time, then you are the bad guys. You view yourselves as the bad guys. You know what you're doing is wrong. So don't do it. (laughs) Because then you'll be able to enjoy Tolkien because you won't be the bad guys. It reminds me of a moment in uh, that Jeffrey Dahmer program. (laughs) He's gay. And he goes to the gay club and he brings guys back and he drugs them and then he has his way with them. But yeah. he gives them the drink with the drugs in and while he's waiting for them to pass out, he's like, let's watch a movie. It's <laughs> like part of his MO. And there's this one scene where he's like, this is called Return of the Jedi. The Emperor is so cool. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, do you like my contact lenses? They make me look like the Emperor. God. <laughs> I was just sitting there and I, I knew I was bringing this article. I was like, oh my God, it's like Russia, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer is Russia. Yeah, but he he knew what he was doing was wrong. Yeah. So, but the Russians uh, are like they're attacking us. They're attacking us. Oh my god! That big mean author man is picking yeah. them. Oh fuck off and grow up. Gee, that makes me genuinely angry. People people attacking Tolkien makes me angrier than it should. That's why I know. That's why I was. That's like, why you've done this. This isn't going to be funny, but I know I'm going to get some engagement. But it's going to so set Rooney off again. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Have you ever read a book where you felt like the books attacked you personally? (laughs) No. No? No. I read a book about shitty podcasters. I felt quite attacked. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's not a book, okay? It was just me. I self-published it, printed it out on an inkjet. 101 reasons why Reggie should quit podcasting and let Ash take his place. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, his nose. (laughs) Number two, his gas. Number three, can't even read a sentence without stumbling. <laughs> Number four, occasionally he turns up depressed. <laughs> Doesn't tell me until two minutes before we start. <laughs> Number five, micro penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could keep going. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I could help. Yeah. But that's probably not going to help cheer you up. So I won't do that. <laughs> I don't know. I, this, is the most I've, <laughs> this is the most I've smiled since Friday morning. Like that, yeah. <laughs> right. Now, something completely different. Okay. In true touching fashion, we are going to take a complete 180. This, again, you can thank my darling fiancé for this. Is she just, like, now your producer? Whenever I say I'm doing a touching Year Today episode, she's, oh, I'll find some articles for you, oh. because she loves finding shit yeah. like this. Teenage boy gets USB cable stuck in urethra while trying to measure himself. <laughs> <laughs> just check out the picture that goes with the oh. article. It's bloodstained. Yeah. It's a bloodstained USB cable. Oh, and it's a fucking long cable as well. Yeah. You didn't get... Oh, you tell me. I, I will tell you. Explain. <laughs> a teenage boy tried to measure the length of his own penis, but ended up in hospital after getting a USB cable stuck in his urethra while doing so. Did he just not have a ruler turned? I, I, don't, I don't know the, 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 the brain cycle yeah. that, that led to thinking... Like, ruler. Uh... When they're measuring things, tape. Tape measure. Tape measure. A ruler. Like, your hand. And yeah. then, uh, there's so many ways you can do it. Your forearm. That's, 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 that's the size of mine. <laughs> yeah, in my dream. No, you just use a little stack of two peas. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just sausage. <laughs> I'm like, I'm... I'm nearly a full sausage. 0. 0.75. <laughs> a cocktail sausage. Yes. Um, the Hard. extremely uncomfortable incident happened recently and was detailed in the latest report in the medical journal Urology, which I'm buying you a year yeah. subscription for for your birthday. Please. But we flicked through it to bring you the oh-so-painful-sounding details. 
The 15-year-old told doctors that he wanted to, and I quote, measure the length of his penis after being triggered by sexual curiosity. If he was 12 hasn't been. and just about to go through puberty, I'd get it. But at 15, even I, I grew up naive, and at 15, I wasn't that naive. <laughs> You're going to be on Amazon later. Yeah. USB, USB cables. cables. <laughs> go for USB-C. It's much yeah. smaller. Okay. Um, he decided to insert the USB cable into his private parts via the urethra to stimulate himself. However, it got stuck and he was unable to remove it. Shortly afterwards, he noticed blood in his urine, which saw him go to his local A&E department. Doctors first tried using the scope to remove the cable, which is basically just a long metal rod. Oh. There's the x-ray of it. Oh. Um, but that didn't work, as the cable had managed to knot itself while inside the boy. Uh, so he was transferred to University College Hospital. Can you save that picture? I feel uh, like everyone <laughs> needs to see it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll link the, the, the just, article. It just looks painful. Um, in the operating room, surgeons made an incision into his penis. Sorry. Wait, what? In the operating room, surgeons made an incision into his penis, noticed that the cable had been cut in two segments and then removed both segments. Uh. After sewing up his urethra and penis, the surgeons then inserted catheters, so more stuff going down there, so that the boy was able to use the bathroom without damaging himself further. Two weeks later, doctors checked the area, didn't find any leakage or excessive scar tissue, and removed the catheters, so all was well that ended well. Although the case report from Urology mentioned a number of other cases with people inserting things into their urethras. These included needles, pins, iron wires, pistachio shells, plastic forks, spoons, screws, aluminium, pieces of cardboard or paper, staples, pens and pencils, more cables, spray foam sealant. (laughs) We feel like we shouldn't have to say this. And guys, this comes from Touchig as well as uh, the Irish mirror. Don't put any of the above (laughs) items into your urethra. Oh my God, sealant. (laughs) So just expanding foam. I mean, that's that's an amputation. Yeah. Because once that stuff is set, that that's fuses. And, yeah. and no. Yeah. You don't have a dick anymore. You have a vagina. Right. You're going through that list and I'm thinking, like, right, masochist, 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 masochist. But with that, I can't, even a masochist, I can't fathom why you would do that. I just... It's good. <sighs> Person had to be like high on crack or something. They, yeah, right? or they didn't understand what it was yeah. and just thought, oh, yeah, we're going to do that and it will expand and yeah. Yeah, and then I'll pee and it'll go and away. And it'll go and away, not realizing that stuff is waterproof and lasts yeah. for basically forever. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> What's the worst thing you've put in your urethra? Um, I haven't. Me neither. The idea of that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? makes me cringe. Yeah, just, yeah, just the thought of it. Like, I can't. I know there's there's a whole community for that sort of thing. Yeah. And I yeah, that is not one of mine, mate. No, I like a lot of this weird shit we talk about, I can get to a place in my brain where I'm like I can, I can almost yeah, understand. You can it. kind of okay, I can see the logical yeah. steps you would take. But one up, uh, yeah. I would have to be high on what's, crack. What's the um for this to make sense though? What's the STI? where they basically have to put something down your urethra, and it's basically like a small cocktail umbrella, and they scrape out the insides oh, of it. Right. I can't remember. I remember someone telling me about it. I think it was one of my ex's uh, dads, the one who is in, was an STI uh, 
nurse, doctor, yeah, whatever. Let's back away from this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I feel about last straight, week's episode. Straight yeah. down there. And then, yeah, they, they, they were like, they basically put it in yeah. and then it expands. And then they scrape. And they scrape out. Are you anesthetized during this? I don't think so, no. Oh, I'm never having sex again. <laughs> Well, Ever. we know, yeah. but that's got nothing to do with this. Oh. Don't, don't pretend like you have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. The next, the next assertive woman yeah. you get with is definitely doing that. Just give me a cocktail umbrella. Come here, Reggie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clean. I'm going to make your insides outsides, yeah. boy. <laughs> boy. Do you like free, boy? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I made your cheese on toast, boy. <laughs> you know the rind that goes around Brie? Just pull that out of your penis. You are the rind that goes around Brie, boy. <laughs> Do you like eels, boy? <laughs> oh, my God. Eels up inside ya. <laughs> Please don't Please, vomit on my yeah. carpet. No, stuck. Shut up, then. <laughs> Quick, moving on. Move on, quick. Moving on. I can't deal with Reggie Vom all over my all over my studio. Par- oh. Paranoid curtain twitcher convinced drug dealing neighbours have put a hit on him. Is this you? No. Is this what you're doing now? Yeah. <laughs> this is the real reason he's had a rough ten days, guys. He's just been like, fucking hell, they're after me. I can't come out. <laughs> That's why he's got a ring doorbell. <laughs> it is, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it's true. Oh, I've been rumbled. Yeah. That's why I've always on it going like, I fucking hate snitches. <laughs> Control the narrative. Uh, a paranoid Londoner has become so convinced his neighbours are drug dealers that he stopped looking out of the window fearing they will put a hit on him. Uh, the man he spoke to the Daily Star on condition of anonymity said he lived in South London and had noticed an unusual pattern of behaviour stemming from his neighbour's house late at night. He explained, My house looks out directly onto the road below, and I started to notice that people were coming and going from my neighbour's house at all times of the day and night. I get obsessive over things like this, and as I live alone, I spend a lot of time looking out (laughs) my window. Are you sure this isn't you? Yeah. I think they're dealing drugs. And as I know they've seen me, I'm worried they know I'm onto them. The man revealed that due to his own unusual habits, he is often awake at 5am and has seen a van idling by the house. He continued, The van is always there, but recently, whenever I go to the window, it drives off. They definitely think I'm a cop, but I'm not. I just want to look out of my window. Despite having no evidence whatsoever that his neighbours are indeed South London drug lords, (laughs) the man is convinced they are out to get him. He continued, What if they put a hit on me? What if I know too much? I know I'm paranoid, but they could be dealing anything in there, and you know how violent London can be. Uh, <laughs> it's got to the point now where I try and avoid going near near the window in case they think I'm snooping, which I'm not. I'm just a man trying to enjoy my window. <laughs> <laughs> and then it ends. Right. <laughs> has this guy just been reading the Daily Mail for far I too long? I think he has, yeah. yeah. He's just assuming that anyone doing anything but working a nine-to-five is yeah. now a drug lord. Yeah. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Um, uh, where is it? Uh, One eternity later. 
It's got to the point now where I try and avoid going near the window in case they think I'm snooping, which I'm not. I'm just a man trying to enjoy my window. Just a simple man trying to enjoy the window in the universe. It's I'm, I'm just like if like if you're getting paranoid, you must spend an awful lot of How fucking time. How much time, time is he spending window. staring out of his window? I don't know a lot. I think they're just they're just running a knocking shop. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it was just. Do you a think it's, Do you think that's he's actually just Roxanne's neighbour? She lives in London. She does live in London. Yeah. Yeah, and we all know she runs a Palace of Sin. Yeah, so It could be. It could be. Roxanne, they're on to you. They're on to you. <laughs> Quick, kill him. Kill him now. I mean, we don't encourage violence. Rooney says he'll do it for uh, a blowjob and a good plug-in. Rooney says he'll do it for a bag of mini baby bell. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Rooney's cheap, okay? I'll do it for a blowjob. <laughs> as, as previously Phil, mentioned. Phil, you're up, mate. <laughs> I'm never having sex again, so... <laughs> Yeah, bring the cocktail, bring the cocktail umbrellas. <laughs> oh, no. How did tonight get so horribly out of control? <laughs> it's a touch of today episode. I'm going to have nightmares tonight about cocktail sausage. Yeah, nightmares. You can have a wake tonight over it. <laughs> we know. We know scrape what you're me, like, mate. Scrape me, scrape me, you dirty slut. Um, this, this one. We this, are flying through this. How long have we been going? I mean, we've been going just over an hour. Oh, that's fine. Um. Like, we've done 123 episodes of at least two hours long. Yeah, bitches can deal with this. If they cry this week or something, <laughs> it's on now. Now, this is this is something different. Yeah. Uh, still, this is from the, the UK mirror Ooh. rather than the, the Irish one. Oh. Mum gobsmacked as husband chooses utterly unfit name for son and he won't budge. I'm going to skip the little bit underneath because it's going to be repeated anyway. It wasn't summer, was it? choosing a baby name isn't always an easy process i was only like 80 percent sure you were going to get that reference (laughs) choosing a baby name isn't always an easy process and the perfect choice will require both parents to be on board with the moniker yeah as if one parent doesn't like a name then it isn't one that should be chosen oh no that's a lie what well when i want to call my kid adolf Pronounce it Adolf. Adolf. Throws him off the scent. Okay. Yeah. Um, but one mum to be has been left completely baffled. Would by... I? Would I have better luck with Heinrich? <laughs> yeah, because they'll just think it's that thing you do when someone's choking. Okay. Or Joseph. <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> Joseph Gobbles. <laughs> Does he? Have you got his number? Yeah. <laughs> Roxanne told me. I mean. Oh yeah, she would know. Yeah. It's <laughs> our <So> upstairs neighbour. <laughs> Works for her. <laughs> Biggest animal. <laughs> Joseph Gobbles. It's just selling you stories to the, to the yeah. paper. Um, but one mum has been completely left baffled by the name her husband wants to give their first child. And despite her attempts to shut it down, he's refusing to compromise. Right, okay. The woman claimed she and her partner, Mark, I'm assuming that's a pseudonym, had been set on naming their baby boy Zachary after Mark's late grandfather. Right. And while her husband still wants to use the name, he apparently has a very interesting way of spelling it that his wife really doesn't want to use. Mm. In a post on Reddit, because obviously, I knew it was going to be Reddit on Mum's net. Yeah. uh, The mum said she had initially thought they would spell the name Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y. Because that's how you spell it. Most people spell it, yeah. But was open to alternative spellings, including uh, spelling it with a C-K and just a K. Yeah. Um, when her husband shut down the initial and most common spelling. But she was left horrified... Horrified? <laughs> ...when she learned how her spouse actually wanted to spell the name. 
X A I Q U I R I. You said Mark and not Elon, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely Mark. Yeah, okay. With the unusual spelling seemingly related to the rum-based cocktail known as a daiquiri. Oh, God. She explained. Zachary the daiquiri. I'm going to have to give her a posh voice. Yeah. Once you've heard the way she allegedly speaks in this interview, you'll right. understand why. My husband Mark and I are expecting our first child, whom we have been planning on court naming Zachary for the short duration of our pregnancy journey. The name is rather meaningful to Mark, as it was his deceased grandfather's middle name. I, on the other hand, just happen to rather enjoy the sound of it. I also happen to favour how common it is. Mark and I were recently discussing our future son's name, as we felt the need to double-check everything before our son arrived. As I am seven months along, I decided to write the name on Mark's dry erase board, just to clarify our decision. Understandably, I wrote it down as Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y, as that is the main spelling I am aware of. Within seconds, Mark said no, and claimed that I had spelt it incorrectly. I decided to write it down as Z-A-C-K-A-R-Y then, assuming that he was referring to that spelling. In common fashion to Zachary, though, he vetoed it. In the last attempt... I scribbled Z-A-K-A-R-Y onto the aforementioned board, though, shockingly, Mark informed me that I had spelt the name wrong. Again. (laughs) Finally, I asked him what spelling he was considering. He stood up, took the marker, and wrote X-A-I-Q-U-I-R-I on the board. The woman initially thought her husband was joking, but he doubled down on the choice and said it was... Zachary or nothing, despite the mum-to-be's protests. She added, Carefully, I asked him if he was joking, but he said no. I told him that while his feelings surrounding our son's name are certainly valid, I did not support this idea of naming our son Zachary. Unfortunately, he refused to listen, despite my commentary, and insisted on it. Eventually, he even said it was the ex-spelling or nothing. I told him that because he seemed against the Z spelling and I was against his suggestion, we may have to go back to the drawing board and pick a new name as naming a child is a two yes business. Mark told me that I was being very unfair and that the X spelling was a perfectly normal name. If she's so posh, why didn't they just ask the au pair? (laughs) Maybe she is the au pair. Um, In her title for the post, the woman referred to her husband's spelling as utterly unfit as she wrote, Am I the asshole for essentially telling my husband that the apparent meaningful name he is insisting on for our unborn son is utterly unfit? And by the sounds of it, everyone on Reddit agreed with her. Of course, It's yeah. ridiculous because... You know, most Zacharys will be commonly known as Zach. Zach. So are people going to be writing birthday cards, Christmas cards, school reports to XAQ? I've got to admit, I can get behind that. Yeah. X-A-Q as a name. Yeah. How do you pronounce Zach? Zach. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. But spelling it as in like the strawberry daiquiri? Yeah. That... He, he's got to have been on a wind-up and he just took it a touch too far. A touch too far and he's now convinced yeah. that to go and write a post on Reddit yeah. about it where he is definitely the arsehole. <laughs> and he's on his phone at the time going, <laughs> silly bitch brought it. <laughs> I mean, baby, choosing a baby name, as I can attest, yeah. Is difficult. We went through dozens, if not hundreds, of names, yeah. and 
We're not calling him Lestat. We're not calling him Anakin. We're no, not. no, I, I vetoed Anakin straight out the gate. Because of Annie. Because, yeah. Yeah. And because it's painfully obvious. I liked Kenobi yeah. because it can be abbreviated to Ken. Oh, God, no, Ken. Ken just sounds like a role. Ken is a proper man. old man yeah. name. Um, what was the other? I, I really liked Benedict. Yeah, Benedict Gaultry. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Tarquin was another one I liked. Oh, God, no, he would have got bullied to <laughs> shit. Tarquin. You haven't heard some of the names around his, his fucking school. No, but like, Tarquin, the minute you said that, I just flashed <laughs> to like a Harry Enfield skit from the 90s where he's like, oh, hello, Tarquin. Uh, hello, Tarquin. <laughs> I am Tory boy. He'd have to have a monocle and wear yeah. a tweed waistcoat at all times. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it is difficult. Like, literally, the name we went with was the only name the two of us agreed on. Yeah. If one of us hadn't liked that, we would have been in trouble because we were getting desperate by this point. I feel that the best idea is just to put four names in the hat and pick one out. Holy fuck. <laughs> Remind me never to have a child with you. <laughs> I mean, we'd have to adopt anyway, in which case I think they come pre-named, and it's not like adopting a dog where you can change its name after you oh, get it. Do you not just buy a new collar? <laughs> Honestly, ladies, you are missing out. Tarquin. Beep. You found. Please re- re- return to <laughs> Just a slut on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, slut's dad, can we have a word? Um, it's daddy to you. It's daddy to you? <laughs> uh, no, it's not, because I'm a mix. Oh, is it mix? Okay. Yeah, mix. MX, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know how to pronounce that. I thought that was how you pronounced Miz. Or how you spelt Miz. No. Because I've known a few Mizzes yeah. over the years. That's just like I'm having a stroke or something. Yeah, yeah. I've known a few Mizzes over the years. And I just thought that was it. And I had to look it up the other day because someone said about it. And I was like, I don't know how you pronounce that. Yeah. Mix. I feel that like when people when like, don't get me wrong, I think Cody's an awesome name. So <laughs> this is not a backdoor dig at you by any, <laughs> any stretch of the imagination. But I feel that when parents go for outlandish or just yeah, not running the mill names, it's more it's it's more about them going, Look at us, we're Look quirky. At us, like a quirky, yeah. But then the kid's gonna have to live with that fucking name for the rest of his life. Yeah. And you're gonna end up paying the, the therapy bills for your kid and being like, Why? What did I do wrong? And it's like you called your kid Phoenix. <laughs> you called your child Khaleesi. Yeah. Yeah, and look how that works out. You've got to wait. If you're gonna name your child after uh, a a you figure in popular media. Ned Stark, and you wonder how why he lost his head. <laughs> um yeah. You called your kid Bran and you wonder why he got bullied. You called your kid Cersei and you wonder why his uh, brother keeps fucking her. I mean... <laughs> and pushing fucking children out of windows. I don't know why the children keep climbing up there, but... You called your kid Damon and you wonder why he's perving on your fucking niece. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a hard life being a Targaryen. <laughs> When you said Damon, I thought you were going to go down the blur room. No. You called your kid Damon, you wondered why he's a pretentious prick from Chelmsford. Yeah. Um, Colchester, but yeah. Is it Colchester? Yeah. I've been saying he was Chelmsford. I thought it was... No, okay. Um, no, they're, you know, art school. Ah, uh, yeah, there Students. are no art schools in Chelmsford. No. <laughs> Just crack. There's no schools in Chelmsford. Apart <laughs> um, from the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> the University of Life. <laughs> the College of the Streets. Um, 
was I saying? You say it like that, but that's where I studied, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it shows, Reg, yeah. it shows. <laughs> we don't do grammar on the streets. We don't do grammar on this fucking podcast. At least not when you're reading the articles anyway. No. <laughs> um, you've got to go when you when you're naming uh, I went <laughs> This is gonna sound really bad. I went through a similar process choosing a name for my dog. As I went through previously, choosing a name for my child. Right. That's where you've got to look at things that, you know, rhyme with it and can be used uh, as insults. Yeah. There ain't many fucking things rhyme with Cody. Dick, prick, Mick. None of these rhyme with Cody. No. And there ain't many things that rhyme with uh, Rooney either. No. Apart from uh, Goonie Rooney. and Looney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I'll flash you back to when you and Dal were named Ditty and Lala. <laughs> And I would constantly argue with my friends. You shouldn't call them that. They're all right. They're like, all right. Which way round was it? You bringing Dipsy and Lala with you. <laughs> you were Dipsy. I was Dipsy. Yeah. Uh, I suppose, yeah. Wait, which one was Dipsy? What colour was that? I have no idea. Wait, let's look this up. I need to know. What colour was I? <laughs> what colour... I can't spell. Colour was Dipsy. Why you make it so difficult? Dipsy's skin tone is slightly darker than uh, implying that he is black. Green. Oh, uh, he's green? Yeah, he had the green the, the, the oh, green okay. one, basically. I was the green one. So there we go. Awesome. Okay, I can, I can deal with that. Um, it's, it's fine because the, the guy that coined the name, you kicked him out of hand. Oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> that one. Right, great. <laughs> Hi, if, listen, if you're listening, by the way, from like the fucking Outback. Um, but I went through a similar process of... of you know, things that rhyme a bit that can be used as insults. Yeah. And you have to remember, at some point, you're going to be yelling this out into a crowded area. Right. So you have to, it has to be a name you're going to be comfortable yelling out. Yeah. Um, hence the reason he wasn't named Jean-Luc. Mando! Lando! Yeah, you're all right. <laughs> yelling Lando, I'm fine with that, but there Lando, were some other names Lando, we looked at. Grogu! Like, no. Grogu. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with Grogu. No. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like, you know, tofu. You got to yeah. go. You got to go through this list. Yeah, and we did that with the child, and then we did that with the dog. Okay, and you have to do that because and we clearly to... didn't do it with our dog because stroppy, uh, choppy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like the waves, <laughs> stroppy, choppy, poppy. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> no, sloppy, sloppy. Considering yeah. the breed of dog yeah. she is, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, people and people giving their children stupid names. Yeah, um, it, it, it's it just it's a child that suffers. Yeah, it's just selfish, right? Yeah, like, gonna... there's a there's a fine line between being original and being a bit quirky and being like I I'm gonna set my kid up and not give him the most boring fucking name in the world. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that's pretty personal <laughs> there. Yeah, that yeah. felt um, that felt like you channeled something for a moment yeah, there. Sorry. That was a peek behind the curtain, folks. <laughs> I'll bury that again. <laughs> yeah, bury that. We, no one needs to see that shit. There's a fine line, though, right? There's a fine line between being original or quirky and just being a right cunt to your kids. Absolutely. Being selfish Absolutely. and being like, it's all about us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and the spellings, the spellings are the worst thing. When people decide, okay, well, we've given them this name that everyone knows how to spell. But we're going to spell it differently, like spelling Jessica with a fucking CH or something. I know this girl, and her name is normally spelled with an S. She replaced it with a Z. Hi, number nine. I know this girl, yeah. and her name is normally only three letters long, 
And somewhat, somehow hers is five. Yeah. With one of them little... With a little fucking apostrophe over one of them. <laughs> Pretentious and French, right? Pretentious and French, which is funny because her parents are neither. <laughs> <laughs> Loch Ness Monster could actually live in Stranger Things like Parallel Universe. <laughs> This isn't the first time I've heard this suggested either. I think I suggested this on the podcast once, <laughs> which is why I'm honest. The existence of the Loch Ness Monster has been one of the popular intrigue. <coughs> Here we go. <coughs> right. I take two. Do you, want me to, do you want me to burp you like a baby? Would that help? <laughs> I'm right. I might get a bit turned on. It's been, it's been a while since I've been touched. <laughs> yeah. This is why I'm keeping a distance. Yeah. I don't want to don't give you ideas. Uh, the existence of the Loch Ness Monster has been one of popular intrigue and debate down the years with a new theory now put forward by a paranormal investigator. Not me, by this, the way. This article was written by Darren Wells, digital football writer. <laughs> That's been a slow day yeah. for sports. It's a, oh, it's been the international break, so you know, not as many games to talk about. Uh, it's a tale as old as time, and one which we may song never. As get. old as rhyme, <laughs> beauty and the beast. Sorry, <clears throat> sorry. Do continue with your bullshit. <laughs> Did I interrupt you there? <laughs> that's what listeners say before they unpause it, right? <laughs> <clears throat> it's a tale as old as time, and one which we may never get to the bottom of. Stop oh, bouncing your foot! Sorry, I forget. But one expert believes that there could be some truth in the alleged existence of the Loch Ness Monster, albeit from a parallel universe, <gasps> rather than Scotland. <laughs> I mean, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> no, Scotland's awesome, full of awesome I'm not convinced people. it's real. There's not a single bam in Scotland. Have you ever been to Scotland? Yeah. All right, then. You're part of the conspiracy, I see. Yeah. It's Madagascar, really. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It took us 45 minutes to fly there, so... Maybe, <laughs> there you go. we went through an upside-down portal as well. You just went over the edge of the world, yeah. around the other yeah. side. Oh, okay. Yeah, see? Flat Earth, mate. It was you that wrote Flat Earth on that side, I see, on the way to work. <laughs> the intrigue and the mystery animal has only grown more fervent over the years after the monster was first spotted at Loch Ness by a couple in May 1933. <laughs> That's really odd emphasis, since the monster was first spotted. Oh, no, okay, yeah, no, it's in the article. I thought that was just you being weird. No, it's the <laughs> article being weird. Yeah. It has attracted scours. Scours? I mean, that's not the correct word for that at all. It has attracted... Many people to Loch Ness, eager to try and catch a glimpse of the creature, though always leaving the Scottish Highlands with little to show for their enthusiasm. Now, according to one expert, Scott Ron Halliday, the Loch Ness monster could be spending the majority of his time in another universe, just like on TV hit Stranger Things. As reports The Mirror, the paranormal investigator said, scientists have suggested there could be other universes, and somehow our world interacts with these other worlds through portals. With the Loch Ness Monster, people could be seeing a dinosaur that existed in the past. They may see something that looks solid, but isn't actually in our world. That can spread across a whole range of things, such as UFO sightings. Halliday 72. (laughs) He's another one that's gone senile. Some people are more psychic than others. They can pick up these experiences while others may not. It's possible that some may walk into these portals without realising it. Uh, then they can see these things. 
They are, uh, <clears throat> they are having genuine experiences. In a way, this is speculation, but to my mind, it does provide an explanation to a whole range of paranormal phenomena. Popular Netflix, <clears throat> popular <laughs> Netflix series, Stranger Things, has involved characters from a parallel universe known as the Upside Down, with Halliday's bizarre theory on Nessie following a similar train of thought. While there is plenty of scepticism about the existence of the Loch Ness Monster, there have been various clues to suggest all may not be as it seems under the waters. Perhaps the biggest of those was back in uh, in the 1960s when sonar tests carried out by British universities picked up detections of large moving objects in the water. The following decade, an underwater photo appeared to pick up an image of a flipper, uh, <laughs> uh, which I was, would have thought was a dolphin, right? What, a flipper? Yeah. I mean, flipper was the name of dolphin, but it's named after a swimming appendage. Oh, okay. It's his flippers. Yeah, I know that's a flipper, but yeah. if you're going to call something a flipper, you would... I think they were talking about they. Oh, okay. It was an actual flipper, like a fin. Oh, so they just got a picture of that. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, just, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you thought they were referring to a dolphin? Mm. <laughs> I thought they got it wrong. <laughs> oh, how the turns have tabled! Do I need to look up an article about how depression does funny things to your brain? Because <laughs> I could read that next. <laughs> this this podcast is just a, a living example of that. The, uh, the following decade, an underwater photo appeared to pick up an image of a flipper, not a dolphin. <laughs> Though these results have often proved inconclusive, including many failed attempts to get a sight of Nessie in the years since. It seems the mystery lives on for now, but would it ever be resolved? Stranger things have happened. Oh, God. <laughs> now I bought this article right because I remember sitting here during a conversation. I think I told the origin story of the of the Loch Ness monster, yeah. and then in the moment I <laughs> I made up my completely on the spot made up my theory that there's a pool to another universe at the bottom of Loch Ness, and it comes and goes. Right, yes. literally just made it up as I was going along because I thought that was interesting. <laughs> And now there's a whole fucking article where some 72-year-old bloke has ripped off my theory. You should have written to whichever god-awful website you got that from. Daily Star, where I got all my good irreverent Obviously. Yeah. You should have written to the Daily Star and said, listen, you fuck nuggets, Nessie is from an alternate universe. Write an article about me. And then you could have read it on the pod. Oh, that's it. I'm out of articles because my last one was the Peter one. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I just, I, I, I feel like I've been ripped off a little bit. I feel that someone <laughs> listened to the episode of Touching and then just... Took my idea. Some 76-year-old man. 72. 72-year-old man. Sorry, I'm... Bearing in mind, by the, by the I hadn't even watched Stranger Things at this point. <laughs> that was all original IP right there. <laughs> Do I not... Can I not go back and... So, uh, we don't have a timestamp of when we recorded that episode so I can go and sue this cunt. I mean... I need to yes, you can just look at the release date of the episode because that's when it went public. Okay. So, provided... Provided that was... Prior to him coming up with his theory. Yeah, it must be. This was like six months ago. And he's only just come up with his theory. Yeah, I'm going to sue him. <clears throat> You're going to sue some crazy old I, man in Infringement Scotland. on my IP. The, the IP that you didn't copyright in any manner or form. No, no. You mean it just threw out into the... Uh... I may have framed it as... I read an article that suggested <laughs> people believe this, but I was actually just... <laughs> Half as I went along. Say so you could have made you could have made pounds from suing that crazy old man. Uh, you could have, you could have got at least at least two weeks worth of his pension. 
Look at look at it look at it now. Whole thirty seven pounds. Whole thirty seven pounds. Now what you got? What have you got now? Except a a sense of remorse and disappointment. <laughs> Sounds lovely after having a wank. <laughs> Find what you love. Believe in it. <laughs> Reggie will have a wank over it. <laughs> Do you have any more? I, I I have one more, but I'm. I'll, I'll see what we can do with this. Okay. I'll see. I wasn't. I wasn't sure if I was going to use it, but it made me laugh when I read it earlier. All right. <clears throat> Plus, I have to try and pronounce Spanish names. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> so really, I should have sent this one to you. Yeah. I could have stumbled over it. <clears throat> and this, this is from a sensible website. This is the Guardian. <coughs> wow. And I saw this. I saw this article or this story on one of the bullshit like. Uh, in ridiculous stories yeah. style uh, websites. Huffington Post. It was. It was worse than that. Um, Daily Star. <laughs> no, it was just one of these ones that only has like those sorts oh, of not, stories. Oh, like Daily Mail then. <laughs> yeah, all made up. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, this is great, but this article was shit. Okay. So, and it was like really short. It was like literally one paragraph. So I, I Googled it and I came to a sensible oh, so you found webpage. This one, then. Yeah, I found this one. Uh, this is what I was doing this morning when I should have been working. Oh. Um, Spanish bishop who married erotica author is stripped of powers. I love the fact they make it sound like he's a superhero yeah. who's like been infused with fucking kryptonite or something yeah. because he got married he, to someone. He wrote. He married someone that writes smart. And that a was particular type of smart. Oh, gay smart. A Spanish bishop has been formally stripped of his powers and prohibited from administering the sacrament four months after he abandoned his clerical career to marry, and we quote here, a dynamic and transgressive erotic novelist. Right. Javier Novel Igoma, who became Spain's well youngest bishop of four to one. Four to one? 41. <laughs> See, I got the Spanish yeah. bit down, and then my English went out the window. Who um, <laughs> <laughs> became... Start this dogs. Go. Javier Novelli Goma, yeah. who became Spain's youngest bishop at 41 when he was appointed to the Catalan municipality of Solsona in 2010, is reported to have backed and participated in so called conversion therapies for gay people oh, and no. has been criticized for supporting regional independence. That's why they. That's see that's conflicting, right? Because yeah. he became Spain's youngest bishop at 41. Yeah. Yeah. He supports. Conversion therapy for gays, so, but he also supports Catalan Catalonian independence. Yay! And it's like, wait, what? He's a mixed-up guy. Yeah, it's confused. But the bishop, now fifty-two, misunderstood, <laughs> misunderstood, found himself under increased national scrutiny at the end of August when it emerged that he had resigned from his post on what he termed strictly personal grounds. It soon emerged that Novell had abandoned his vocation because he had fallen in love with Sylvia Caballol, a clinical man. psychologist who became a novelist in 2015. Fucking love, right? Love. Nothing good right? I mean, he could be fucking kids in a church and getting away with it right now. Um, at the time, the bishop apparently told his friends, I have fallen in love with you a woman. You will take the body of Christ in your mouth. <laughs> take the body of Christ and choke on it, bitch. I have fallen in love with a woman for the first time in my life. And they want to do things right. I don't know why he's turned into Puss yeah. in Boots. He just has. <laughs> I can't do a Spanish accent. No, you're... Uh, I'm channeling fucking... Uh, Antonio. Antonio. Yeah, I can see you getting in trouble. 
<laughs> Man, you just ruined my nipples. Yeah. In a statement released on Saturday, the Spanish Episcopal Conference said Novell had automatically forfeited his powers after marrying Caballol in a civil ceremony last month. As is public and well known, Monsignor Xavier Novelli Goma, Bishop Emeritus of Sosolna, contracted civil marriage with Donna Silvia Caboli e Clemente in Suria, Barcelona province, on 22nd of November, it said. <laughs> the statement added that Novell was now forbidden under canon law from exercising any of the rights and duties inherent to the Episcopal office and warned that other possible consequences <gasps> could follow. This means that although Monsignor Xavier Novel Igoma retains his title as bishop, he cannot undertake any of the functions that relate to that title. So basically, his whole choir of um, school children is going to go unmolested. Oh, fuck's sake. Accordingly, <laughs> accordingly, he is forbidden to administer the sacraments to any preteens who may need it in the face or engage in any teaching activity, whether public or private. Cavallon's publisher, Lacher, describes the writer as a dynamic and transgressive author who's made her mark on the thorny world of literature by turning all our moral and ethical questions upside down. Okay. Um, and basically, yeah, she... Sounds she, good to me so far. It, it was uh, demonic-based uh, erotica. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> From what I saw in the other article, it was, it was yeah, basically, okay, sex demons... He and, can't uh, really be a like a, a Christian bishop if he, Catholic <laughs> Catholic bishop if his wife's writing stuff about like you know fucking fucking demons. demons. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, how did they describe it? According to the Lacquer website, her amnesia trilogy is about the logical against the illogical, the rational against the irrational, good against evil, and madness against sanity. So Russia will probably think that that's a veiled attack against them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting good at this. I'm getting good at this. It's like it's like a stand-up routine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it would have been better if I hadn't called that out. But I was well, in, I was well proud of yeah, myself you, there. You've done a Reggie day. I've done a Reggie. You do something good. You get really excited. <laughs> then you panic that no one will notice. So you bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> the article concludes with possibly the best, <coughs> right. the best sentence in it. Novell, who has a degree in agricultural engineering... It's funny that he's in trouble because his wife's a writer, but his name's Novell. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's hilarious. So, Novell, who has a degree in agricultural engineering and who was ordained in 1997, is now reported to be working for a company that extracts and sells pig semen. <laughs> that is a slight fall from grace, right? <laughs> He couldn't have just got like go like a bar job <laughs> or become his wife's manager or something. I just love that they round it off. This reminds me. I was watching. Do you, do you remember Jack? Do you remember Jackass? Right? Yeah. Steve O. Oh yeah. He's got his own like. Uh, he does his own like podcast or kind of shoots the videos on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. The way he does it's actually pretty cool. He's got like a camper van and they he drives around. To, That's right. I've seen some of them. And they yeah. sit in the back. Yeah, it's pretty good. He did one with Kevin Smith the other day, and so I watched it. And during that, he's talking about like stuff they've had to try and procure for for stunts. <laughs> and at one point, they had to procure um, it's like. 50 litres, 50,000 litres of pig semen. And there was a, and they just went to a specialist. They went to these people yes. and they were like, we don't normally do this, but, you know, we'll do it for you. Cha-ching. And they sent them all the pig semen. That's so there are places in the world 
where you can go and people will extract pig semen. I mean, from I it. suppose there are genuine reasons for it if you need to artificially inseminate a pig yeah. and you don't have yeah, but, the required apparatus. Yeah, but you, I was going to say, if you're actually doing the artificial insemination, you would think you'd have like a couple of pigs of your own and. But then you just do the natural insemination. You just put them together. Yeah, but you know. And if Minecraft taught me anything, you feed them a bit of corn, love yeah, hearts but, come up, and they make a baby pig. No, because the male pig may be a meat eater and the female pig may be on a ban <laughs> so they may have to like you know give him a quick hand job and it's 2022 maybe they don't you know maybe the male pig <laughs> so, no. actually identifies as a chicken and uh, doesn't want to fuck the pig or you know is holding her to unrealistic beauty standards uh, created by maybe the male pig identifies as a woman right and walked in on the woman when the woman was in the woman's toilets and she got angry and now she won't and now she won't it. she won't put out she's like, i'm not a lesbian I'm not a lesbian. I don't do that sort of thing. I'm a fat pig, but I'm not a lesbian. Not sure where we're going with this. Me but neither. We're in, we're in, <laughs> Back away. We are in murky <laughs> territory here. <laughs> we're sailing dangerously close to saying something genuinely offensive. Yeah, which we never want to do on this podcast. We don't. No, we we are. Are we allies? Do we count as allies? We are allies to everyone. I think we, we are. This is the yeah. home of outcasts. Not outcast Catholic. Actually, no, because now he's an outcast Catholic yeah, he, priest. He's he welcome be, to come and join yeah. the, the coven. I would love to interview him about, like, you know, what is a day at work when you... When you fuck kids for a living. No, 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 when you extract... Oh, when you extract pig semen. Yeah. I would imagine it's kind of the reverse of what he did as a, as a bishop. Yeah. Oh, well, so he doesn't give them, like, you know, the wine and then take the... Well, he got up. the choir <laughs> to take care of him, whereas now he takes care of pigs. Oh, Okay. <laughs> How long have we been going? Too long. Finally, about 123 <laughs> episodes too long. Yeah. <laughs> Go on and do it. Do it. Find what you love. Believe in it. Positive. Positive. Ah! <laughs> Nine. Nine. <laughs> Find what you love. Believe in it. Positive things will happen. Listen, guys. Life can get shit. And when life gets shit, I suggest you find your friend, you sit in a room, and you laugh at people that wank off pigs. <laughs>